Hello, the internet, and welcome to this episode of I Think You Should Leave Seize Trend 2. I'm Jack, that's Miles. Mm -hmm. Uh, That show has taken over all non-recorded conversations. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. And even tomorrow's episode a bit. Yeah, yeah, we're going to talk about it on tomorrow's episode. uh, For a second. In addition to on a streaming corner... Uh, which is We Are Lady Parts on Peacock. If you can check that out, check it out. Peacock. It, can you watch it for free? I, I feel like you can with ads. but They might. I don't know. If, if they had paid for ads, we might have we, we said something. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyways. Uh, yeah, so watch both of those. Um, Let's see. Here are some things that are trending. Mm. Hey, here's the thing that's trending. Okay. Uh, HR Derby, Home Run Derby uh, <laughs> happened. Human last Resources night. Derby. Human Resources Derby, uh, where they just go through and, and being like, actually, you know, like we're a family here. So like, <laughs> starting any litigation with a company, we're like, it would kind of like sour our relationship as a family. You get it, you know? Right. But yeah, Home Run Derby, I mean, like here it here we go. It's all the all star break is happening. Everyone gets to see Shohei Otani. Stephen A. Smith has had to, you know, apologize and all this shit. But oh, yeah, did he home, apologize? Wow. Yeah, he posted huh. something like, you know, he did one of those notes app apologies that he tweeted out real quick. He's uh-huh. like, I'm so sorry, I should know better, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, um this just put him out to pasture, y'all. Yeah, we can make room. There's a we have a entirely new generations of people with spicier, so better many takes. Talented people in the world. Yeah, uh, I mean, like have Josiah Johnson just replace Stephen yes, A. Smith, please. That's easy. That's a one. That's like a two for one. Yeah, he's twice the commentator that Stephen A. Smith is, and he yeah. and he gives you all the references that you. Oh my God. Anyway, but Stephen yeah, the home A. is like a he plays the game behind the scenes well is my sense that he mm-hmm. like he knows how to he he knows the intrigue he knows how to and he works his ass off yeah uh, but not talented and does not have interesting things to say and yeah. very toxic uh so the home run derby uh show hey did not win that no. am i that's really all i know yeah um did he uh yoink some yackers the uh jack some dingers yeah, I I, 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 I guess a couple, you know. Uh, hey, you know he 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 did what he had to do, but I think just him being out there and seeing him out there, it 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 definitely was just all the talk, despite him not winning. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, I think it, 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 the people in Japan were a little upset. I know that because my mom was like, "He should he should have won," and I'm like, mm. "Look, ma." He's he's already doing unprecedented things. Okay, he will have another he'll have another swing at it quite literally uh, mm-hmm. later in his career. But yeah, it was uh yeah it was it was it was it was an okay thing to watch. I just watched the highlights. I didn't get to see the whole thing. And he uh, in a couple hours from when we record this mm-hmm. will be the first person ever to uh, pitch <laughs> as the starting <laughs> pitcher in the All Star game and then be the leadoff batter. Um, which is pretty, Love pretty wild, it. man. Pretty wild. Um, so uh, those are the things that are trending with regards to Major League Baseball, uh, which I know people tune in for our Major League Baseball takes. But yeah, absolutely. The Otani thing is culture, cross culture defining. Macaroni and cheese ice cream. What the fuck is this? 
It's trending. Is Van Leeuwen uh, ice cream, I guess, because tomorrow, July 14th, is National Mac and Cheese Day. They created mac and cheese ice cream. Um, mm-hmm. I've, mm-hmm. I, I think on takeout, um, they actually reviewed it and they said it's pretty, pretty, pretty good, actually. Really? Okay. And which I don't, I, I can't see it being that bad. I mean, like, I've had like cheesy based desserts, uh, and like when they're done well, like they can be done well. Um, but yeah, I like I'm a sure lot of just, shit in my ice cream. All right. I, I will, I will take any, I will take pretzel bits. I will take a lot of stuff, but pasta. Yeah. Well, it's just the flavor, luckily. Um, but okay, so it's like it a, would, actually that would be weird. Bisque than oh. a uh, like Ben and Jerry's. It's like the sauce. If you just folded the sauce, put the sauce, the packets. You just emptied a bunch of the mac and cheese okay. dust into okay. a bunch of French cream and egg yolks uh, to make it just like the most decadent, creamy thing you could. But yeah, mm. I mean, it's limit, 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 limit a dish for it. So you got either hit a scoop dish. shop or you know whatever. It's all. Yeah, yeah, it's all a big marketing thing. But a part of me, Limia dish, uh, blackberry birthday cake ice cream. Oh wait, what uh, from blackberry salt and birthday straw. cake? It was fucking. Cool. Oh, I was like, bro, that sounds like a very salt and straw creation. Yeah, because I'm like, like that, that ain't that ain't Kroger. Well, we got we got some things we're celebrating. Bo is pretty much potty trained now. Ramsey oh, just right. got some new glasses, bro. Ramsey is uh, rocking some glasses that he has to wear like 24 hours a day. You'll notice that I am now wearing my glasses 24 hours a day in solidarity. solidarity. There you Um, go. And yeah, he looks awesome, but they're a pain in the ass. These are, this is like a type of eye condition where the glasses they put on him for the first week make him see worse. I didn't know that was a fucking thing. So he's like, not only does he like not want to wear something on his face because he's five and like doesn't want some weird shit on his face, but they don't help his vision. So you can't even be like, like, yeah, but look how clear you see, man. So we have to like- I don't. Right. have to make up stuff about how it's like giving him super strong vision. Um, Hey, be careful. That's that's, those are kind of myths- Kind yeah. of myths we take into uh, our presidential candidate candidate runs and things like that. <laughs> Be like, I was told at a very young age, I have supervision. <laughs> Strongest perfect, vision in the world. Perfect. Daddy yeah. told me, daddy told me, I had the best eyes. I've always had the best eyes. Um, all right, let's talk about Megyn Kelly. Uh, mm-hmm. Saying what we're all thinking. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. This is actually a take I've heard, like, the dudes on Chapo Trap, Trap House, Chapo Trap House, uh, are always saying that the uh, uh, January 6th insurrection was like not as big a deal as people made it out to be. And that's what Megyn Kelly is saying. There's no question the media represented it as so much worse than it actually was. Um, sure. I think like for people like on Chapo, they're looking at it from more like a hard left perspective I'm like, right. in terms of uh, ills that the country's facing that's a wet fart or whatever but Megan Kelly's out here just being like relax y'all it was true the media is like zooming in on the violence and completely misrepresenting it I'm like by, well by that logic D-Day looked very peaceful if you're looking <laughs> for space right like so right. what the fuck are we talking about here everything is like you can take selected shots of Dallas on the day JFK was shot where it doesn't look like that big a deal, <laughs> but you know, yeah. Oh, I bet, okay. I bet oh, there 9-11 was, was a big deal. Were, <laughs> Not in LA. 
Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> like, huh? Oh, okay. Oh, but um, the media wants to focus on New York and the World Trade Center. Okay, I see. Yeah. But yeah, this is again part of the like we're, we're we'll talk about in tomorrow's episode. It seems like what they're what they really need to get the base behind is that January sixth was an absolute nothing burger and right. everything. The election was stolen. Okay. Yeah. I mean, they wanted to hang Mike Pence, right? That was a. That they know you missed. Okay, stop, Jack. You and the liberal media have to stop. They said we want to hang with Mike Pence. Oh, okay, okay. Want to hang with Mike Pence? I mean, he does seem like a very cool guy to hang with. So yeah, absolutely. Uh, I can understand. I can understand the urgency behind that uh, request. You should see him, dude. He'll do this thing called double barreling, where he'll take two fucking claws and just shotgun them. Two at once, dude. <laughs> Two That's how sick Mike Pence is. That's why we want to hang with Mike Pence. I've I haven't drank in so long. I thought you were talking about bear claws. I was like, oh <laughs> sick, man. <laughs> I love donuts. Just eat uh, a couple bear claws two at a time. <laughs> Chris Farley and Tommy Boy. <laughs> uh all right, let's take a quick break and we'll come back. And we're back, and Ben Simmons' uh, trade talks are underway. You know, uh, some people have been critical of the fact that the 76ers, after they lost to the Hawks, were were immediately, like the coach was like, yeah, it was Ben's fault, not my fault. Don't look at me. It was Ben. Uh, Ben sucks. I don't know. You seen this guy, dude? (laughs) Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid was like, yeah, if I had to pinpoint the part where we lost it, it would be... One of the things Ben did, uh, who that, that was supposed to be like his roommate. They were supposedly like buddies and like made friends this off season, and that's how the team like came together. They were just like, nah, fuck that, throw him under the bus. Under the bus <laughs> he goes, uh, which is uh, not only mean, uh, it's also and like not not a good thing to show to people who prospective teammates, um, right. It's also a uh, it's bad for market value because you're trying to like if that's what you're thinking, you're trying to trade him and get the most back for him. And you're just like showing your hand that like if this dude's on our team next year, it's not good, which gives the team you're trying to trade him to leverage. It feels like a Tim Robinson sketch. Like he's an agent and he's like, let me tell you about Ben Simmons. He's a real piece of shit. You don't want him on your team. Right. We want a max contract for him. Like, what? Huh? Yeah, you heard me. A piece of shit. He's not going to win you anything. Um, yeah. It's, that, it, that was literally, Doc was like, somebody asked him, do you think, could you ever see a team winning a championship that where Ben Simmons is on the team? He's like, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> we'll uh, see. It's like, what? <laughs> Even if he's on the team, like as a sixth man, you can't see it. But I have also heard that uh, GMs around the league are higher on Ben Simmons than the general public is. Uh, yeah, sure. Which makes sense. I mean, he's great defender. Uh, if you put him in the right situation in a, in a team where he plays the five and also brings the ball up the court, like, and is surrounded by shooters could be very interesting. Uh, one of my favorite runs in the time that I was a Sixers fan was when he was like a rookie, essentially when he won the rookie of the year and Embiid was out for like 25 games. 
uh, and because Markel Fault broke his face because he was just <clears> so <throat> awkward out there. And uh, Simmons was just running point, was the number one option on the team, and they won 20 games in a row. It was like real fun. Everything was flowing through him. He was just like playing at the top of his game. Like that that would be cool to see. I would I would want I would root for him. I'm gonna root for him wherever he goes. Uh just because I appreciate people who have weird fucked up shots because I had a yeah. weird fucked up shot. I mean um, anything just just I mean, don't say stuff like that about Ben. Like, like also like you have some responsibility too, sir, as the coach who fails to make adjustments. Oh, yeah. But it is one hundred percent like it's more of a doc issue yeah, yeah, yeah. is a ben simmons issue like i it's the, the the that's gonna follow them because he doesn't make adjustments like i guess they could hire a good assistant but i don't know uh anyways uh shout out to daryl Morey, who now has to trade ben simmons and get as much value as he possibly can i think there's hopes in sixers nation as there are in Lakers nation as there are for literally every team in in the NBA uh, that da- Damian Lillard will uh, somehow come to their team. Uh, yeah. I, don't, I don't know what version of reality uh, a Simmons Lillard trade makes sense, but maybe, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Um, I think it it's, it's probably going to be some weird merry-go-round version. I don't know if it's one for one, but ugh. that would be fun. That would be Lillard and Embiid would be fun. Uh, mm. All right. Uh, Lillard and LeBron. That'd be something. I mean, too many L's. I don't like it. <laughs> Hate it, <laughs> yeah, actually. Too many L's on the, on the, in the, the Le- record, Lillard, too. Lillard, LeBron. Uh, yeah, it doesn't work. Too many L's for the rest of the league. Uh, I mean, Lillard, LeBron, and Davis would be... Uh, Jesus. Would, would be a formidable... Trio. LDL, high like cholesterol. That, Watch I think out. You, I think you kind of need something like that to happen because I think the Nets, assuming everybody is healthy at the same time at some yeah. point, uh, are going to be a fucking super team in the yeah. next like three, four years. Olivia Rodrigo, uh, yep. pop star. Mm-hmm. Um, she's the probably the pop star i've heard the most about with having only heard one of her songs since billy eilish um mm. since that billy eilish guy yeah uh and yeah uh she but she seems to be doing cool stuff she's going to help with the vaccine campaign yeah i mean it you know but again with vaccination rates being all over the place like they yeah. are uh, I get that this like quite literally like all hands on deck approach to be like, oh, fuck it. Uh, get Olivia Rodrigo, uh, the, the dude who was uh, just a long boarding to dreams, drinking cranberry juice <laughs> and J. Cole uh, together to try and get as many people vaccinated. But yeah, I mean, their hope is with her, you know, her social cachet with the young people. Um, maybe she can encourage uh, better vaccination rates with all of the children and all the young people now that uh, we are looking more and more at a situation where these huge pockets of unvaccinated people are, you know, causing a lot of, a lot of trouble uh, medically and obviously financially down the road, because if things get really out of control, it could lead to more, you know, the return of the lockdowns. Um, but yeah. Um, what what is the age cutoff right now in America? 
I think it's like, uh, aren't they approving it up to 12 or something right now? Oh, are they? Wow. Yeah. Okay. And she's she's got to be 12, right? Olivia Rodrigo. <laughs> she's got to be. Yeah. Um, England did a COVID campaign that was received very well with Elton John and Michael Caine. Michael mm-hmm. Caine. Um, Singapore had one with like a popular sitcom star. Um, France has one uh, that was very predictably French where uh, the the message was basically get vaccinated and you can fuck strangers in the back of a car. Um, oh. Which is, yeah. Uh, okay. Australia, on the other hand, went with the... Um, the 90s uh, and early 2000s U.S. Uh, anti-drug uh, PSA strategy where they just, like, try to scare the shit out of you. Um, oh, like the Montana meth ads? Yeah. That were just or, like, you want to fuck around? And you're like, yeah. Aah. Or the kid who, like, deflates because she smoked weed. Um, oh, yeah. That was my cousin. So, <laughs> so the Australian one just like shows a uh, young woman like struggling to breathe while on a ventilator, uh, and like it's just real like she can't breathe. It's a very compelling performance of of that and of desperation and of the feeling of uh, suffocating. And she people are like, okay, no, we we get that it's bad. That's not that's not the thing, right? Um, so and apparently, like fear-based uh, campaigns generally don't don't work that well. Oh, they don't, huh? Don't let yeah. <laughs> I was mainlining those anti-drug PSAs. Look at me now. <laughs> uh, and apparently, some experts have claimed that uh, using scare tactics just stresses people out more because people are already stressed out um, by the fact that they're living in a global pandemic. Right. Uh, just making their lives more stressful just makes them more likely to do things like, um, you know, drink and smoke and do things that are bad for their health. Um, so anyways, but, uh, I have a new favorite poet. That is our, uh, final trending subject. Uh, Elon Musk wrote a haiku, okay. um, oh, fuck. about how, we got to stop making people scared of space or some shit. Let me, let me find this fucking thing. This guy's the worst. Okay. Give it to me, baby. Here it is. Those who attack space, maybe don't realize that space represents hope for so So, many people. I don't know. Is that he wrote it with like the line breaks of poetry. It's um, four yeah, so lines. It be a fucking IQ. I don't know, man. <laughs> what? The but he fuck did write it like here? it was poetry, right? Like I'm not making that up. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Like it looks like stanzas for sure. Like in like li- or line for line. So he thinks that when people are annoyed that he is spending billions of dollars trying to go to space, that they're they're mad at space and not mad mm. at him. For hoarding grotesque amounts of wealth, uh, not paying taxes, and being a shitty citizen of the planet. That's been a big um, push I've seen, like from these like billionaire adjacent like bootlickers who like will comment because there have been people like, wow, this seems like a really good ad for a <laughs> right. wealth tax when you have people just being like, yeah, fuck, we're going to space. 
Um, and other people like, just so you know, like some of these people were early givers to like vaccine research and like space, even though like it may think like they're trying to escape, like it is something mm -hmm. that's useful. No, shut up. We have agencies for that. They need to be funded. And if people paid their fucking taxes, places, places like NASA wouldn't be in the shape that they're in. Um, and so miss me with your five, seven, five, six <laughs> haiku form. Five, seven, five, six. The classic, classic haiku. Yeah. You know, five, seven, five, six haiku. Uh, we're all thinking it. Um, all right. Those are some of the things that are mm -hmm. trending uh, on this Tuesday afternoon. We are back tomorrow with a whole ass episode of the show. Until then, be kind to each other. Be kind to yourselves. Get the vaccine. Don't do nothing about white supremacy. We'll talk to you all tomorrow. Bye. Bye.